I finally found the key. After months of searching, I found it in the back panel of a kitchen cabinet. Why would Grandpa hide a key in such a secret spot? What is the point? I just want to get out of this house, but I couldn't until I found the stupid key to the attic. I don't know why I was left with this anyways. Grandpa hated me, and he made sure that I knew it. I felt like he even haunts the house. Maybe he felt like he had no one else. Mom was off on drugs somewhere, and I don't even know what the word dad even means. I guess I was the last resort, or he just wanted to punish me. That's probably more likely. You see, I pissed him off, and now he pisses me off when he went to the grave. Let me leave the house in David's name because I know how big of a pain this mess will be. I could hear his voice clear in my head. Stupid old man. I walked down the rickety old hallway, the dim lights providing the slightest bit of light. It's a wonder he didn't trip sooner. I mean, don't get me wrong, I feel bad for him. But if you knew how hateful he was, you would understand too. The string to the attic is broken off, just a tiny piece of rope hanging eight feet in the air. Luckily, I already brought the step stool over here earlier to try to break my way in. The realtor said I needed everything out of here by the end of the month to get it back on the market. And the attic is the last place to check off the list. The step stool slides across the floor, snagging on loose panels of wood as it goes. As I step onto the ladder, the floor creaks under my weight. It's a wonder the flooring hasn't broken straight through yet, and I wonder what's underneath. Rats and lost hope, I bet. And just as I thought, the key slid straight into the hole. It's a perfect fit. It took a little effort, but the key finally turned, and the door creaked down, revealing a deep, pitch-black hole in the ceiling. A decrepit wooden ladder was attached to the door. I don't know if I trust that thing. I lift my hands up, my fingers wrapping around the edge of the entrance, the dust sticking to my fingertips, and on the count of three, I hoist myself up. Once I'm up, it's so dark that I cannot see my hand in front of my face. The smell of must fills my nose, and the dust overwhelms my senses, making me cough. Reaching into my pocket, I fish out my phone and turn on the flashlight. I must have kicked up a lot of dust because it's hard to see even with the flashlight on. I don't know what I expected to see up here, but it definitely wasn't this. There's nothing except a large single box in the back corner. Other than that, it's bare. With all the stuff in the house and the fact that the key was so hidden... I thought there would be something more exciting up there. No, just a single stupid box. The ceiling in the attic is so low that I have to crawl my way over to the box. On my hands and knees, I crept towards it, the wood underneath creaking and moaning with each movement I make. The box seems to be getting further and further the closer I get to it. The attic didn't seem this big when I first came up, but it takes an eternity to get to it. The light from the phone is just enough to light my way to the box, but 
as I reach it. The light turns off. Looking down on my phone, the red battery symbol shows up on the screen. Crap, it was just charged. And just then, a loud bang echoes behind me, and I am immersed in darkness. The attic door slams shut. Must have been a breeze or something, but still, I don't like the dark. Sticking my hand out, my fingertips just graze the box. I grab the side of it, but something crawls across my fingers. I scream, the echo ringing throughout the room. I really hoped that it was just a spider or something small. Anything is better than a rat. I reach out and grab the box again to get a good grip on the corner. It's much heavier than I expected, but somehow... I find my way back to the entrance with it. I push on the door and it creaks open, and I gently lower my feet back onto the step stool, the box following soon after. I don't bother looking into it until I get as far away from the attic as I can. The darkness is just something I don't mess with. I never have. I drag the dusty old box back to the bare main room. The only things left in this room are a single chair in the center of the room, as well as some bags of trash. I set the box on the counter and I peel the tape off. When I open it, I have to take a second to figure out what it is. It's a film projector. I've only seen these in movies, like one of those old reel-up film projectors. And so I lift the projector from the box, wanting to get a better look. And once I do, I realize that there's film underneath the projector. It's just a single roll of film tape. Curiosity kills me. I wondered if this thing would even work. Following what I've seen in the movies, I wind up the projector and turn it on, putting the film tape where it tells me to. For a second, nothing happens, and I feel the disappointment rising in my chest. Suddenly, a light flickers from the projector, bringing a picture up onto the wall. It's a title screen for some sort of movie. It's all black and white. The name on the screen is The Film. The quality is definitely not there, but I wanted to know what this was all about. Plus, I didn't have anything really else to do. Maybe old Gramps even left some popcorn laying around. I haven't gotten to clear out the pantries yet since all of that will just have to be thrown away. And wouldn't you know it, it's just my luck. A single bag of popcorn lays on the shelf of the pantry, as if it's sitting there just for me. I pop it in the microwave as the film begins to play. There's no sound coming out, and after a moment, it clicks in my head that this must be one of those silent movies. The microwave beeps and the smell of buttery popcorn fills the room. I get up, my slippers dragging across the floor as I walk towards the kitchen. The smell in the kitchen fills my nostrils, making me feel the first moment of comfort that I've felt in weeks. Nothing is comforting in my life anymore. Not after I lost her. I bring the bag back into the main room and get settled in the chair. On the screen... A little boy is wandering around. I get immersed in the story, wanting to know more about the kid. 
He walks through old doors. The doors creak as he enters. He can hear the other boys laughing in the background. He doesn't want to see them. There are many boys. Instead of going towards the voices, the little boy goes into the nearest closet and closes his eyes. He is imagining another life, one where his mommy and daddy wanted him. He just wanted to be loved. A tear slides down my face. This is hitting a little too close to home for me. A boy in an orphanage who just wants to be loved. The scene moves on from the little boy and settles on a teenage boy. This must be the little boy growing up, almost like a home movie. The school bell rings, and he gets up from his seat. Everyone stares at him as he walks through the hall. His jacket is ripped, his hair is too long, and he holds his head down in a way that makes him look like he could lash out at anyone at any moment. He ignores the stares, walking to his locker. A note is stuck to it. Weirdo. No wonder no one wanted you. He crumbles the paper, throwing it on the ground. He wants to scream, but he holds it in. He hates them for leaving him. He hates the orphanage for letting the boys pick on him. He hates his mom for choosing drugs over him. He hates his dad for leaving him. He hates his school because it fails him. He hates everyone. His fists clenched his side, and he punches the locker. You can hear a crack as his fist hits the metal door. All eyes are on him now. You can hear people whisper about him down the hallway. He turns to look at who said that, hatred burning in his eyes. That kid is lucky a teacher walks out just then. My fists clench at my side. I put my hand to my head, a sudden headache hitting me out of nowhere. I feel like I've watched this movie before somewhere but I just don't know where. There's no way I could have seen this. And why would I even choose to watch a silent movie? I mean, who chooses to watch a silent movie, but still it seems familiar. The teenage boy has now grown into a young adult. He looks happy now. That makes me happy. He smiles at the girl across the bar, her dark hair gathering at her shoulders. She glances up and flashes a flirty grin. This is his chance. He tells the bartender to buy her a drink, and he does. She glides over to him, the drink in her hand. Hey, thanks for the drink, she whispers, sending a chill down his spine. Her red lipstick moves perfectly as she speaks. He stares at her lips before letting his eyes move to her piercing eyes. She's calling for him with those eyes. Of course, anything for a beautiful woman. You can ask me for a drink anytime. He winces, knowing that may have been a bit too much, but she giggles. We will see, she says through a sip. He smiles. Maybe something will go his way for once. Good for him. He's finally getting some attention from someone. I still can't shake the feeling of this being so familiar though, especially the girl. Those piercing blue eyes. You don't forget eyes like that. They remind me of my... 
No. I'm not going to think about her. I shove a handful of popcorn in my mouth and refocus on the movie. A new scene of the man, the woman, and a stroller appearing on the screen. They walk down the street hand in hand. The baby screams from the stroller, and they both walk around to make silly faces. The baby giggles in return. They're in love. He finally found love. He should have known that she would leave. Everyone leaves. Well, that was dark. He looks so happy, then he looks so disappointed. I wish this had audio so I could see how they really felt, but why was he so upset? He got the woman. He had a baby. He seemed to be happy. I wonder what crept into his mind to make his mood shift so suddenly. Chills creep up my spine as a bang comes from down the hall. I jump up to see what happened, and when I do, my jaws drop. The step stool is on its side and the attic door is closed. But I never closed it behind me. With no flashlight, I creep over to the attic door with the little light the hall light provides. I can hear the film rolling from the main room, but I need to make sure no one is in the house. As I reach the attic door, the temperature drops what seems like 30 degrees. Another chill runs through me as I sit the step stool up and reach up to the attic door. It's locked. How did it get locked? I mean, I left the key in my pocket. I reach down to my pocket to make sure. And there is nothing there. It is empty. Now, officially unnerved, I head back to the main room. I must be losing it. It's just not possible. But my headache is just getting in the way of my logic and memory. When I get back to the chair... The scene is now of the man crying alone in a dark room. He looks sad and I want to reach out and help him. A memory flashes through my head, the pain in my head stinging as I feel the burn of tears in the corners of my eyes. I've been in that room before, my hands pressing against my temples to relieve the pressure. I look back at the screen and freeze. The man is looking straight at me. I don't move a muscle. The stare is digging into my eyes, memory stirring as he does so. Me, as a little boy, hiding at the orphanage from bigger kids. Me punching a dent to my high school locker. Me meeting the love of my life, then losing her to an accident. My baby too. Wait, I don't have a baby. I press against my head, closing my eyes to get away from his stare, and a voice echoes in my mind. Bella. Bella. Bella was my baby. She died. Bella was my baby and she died. No, it's not possible. It's not like this film is me. I look back up at the screen, and the man is in a dimly lit hallway, a key in his hand. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Memories are flooding my brain too fast for me to keep up, and tears are streaming down my face. He slowly walks down the hall. He can't see much, but he needs to go into the attic. 
He grips the key in his hand, dragging the stool over. He climbs up and slides the key in, it turning and revealing an old wooden ladder. He doesn't trust the ladder, so he hoists himself up. He shines the light around the room, his eyes locking in on a single box. As he makes his way to it, his light shuts off. He continues on. As he reaches the box, he spins around and the attic door closes, leaving him in the dark. I am rocking in my chair, eyes darting around the room, sweat dripping down my forehead. No, it's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. I repeat over and over the words, barely making it past my lips in a whisper. He gets back to the attic door, box in hand, but the door won't budge. He kicks, he screams, he pushes, but it won't budge. He's stuck. I told you, it's impossible. That's not me. I got out. I got out, and I'm alive. He's panting, losing breath in a dusty old attic. He's been trying to open the door for hours. A shuffle comes from the corner of the attic, and he flinches. The temperature has dropped, and he's shivering. A hand wraps around his throat, and he cannot get it off. His face turns red as he struggles for breath, but the hand won't release. The film ends. My hands are shaking, and the popcorn spills across the floor. I'm freezing, shivering under my sweatshirt. I must be crazy to think that was me. I mean, obviously, it was just a coincidence, and I'll prove it. I run to the attic, expecting the door to still be closed, but there it is, wide open. I hoist myself up and feel around. My hands grip onto something, and I pull. When I bring the object into the light, a horrific scream comes for me. It is a bone. A real bone. Everything goes dark and I feel myself falling and falling. I finally found the key. After months of searching, I found it in the back panel of a kitchen cabinet. Why would Grandpa hide such a key in a secret spot? What's the point? I just want to get out of this house, but I couldn't until I found the stupid key to the attic. I don't know why I was left with this anyways. Grandpa hated me and he made sure that I knew it. I feel like he even haunts the house. He hated me just enough.